0: Welcome to the Transform Your Relationship Podcast, where we'll go beyond the typical relationship advice. I'm your host, Manisha Terry, Somatic Healing Practitioner and Mentor. Each week, I'll share personal insights, client success stories, and how my holistic trauma-informed approach can help you transform your relationship from the inside out. You'll learn ways to recognize and prioritize your needs Get to the root of what's upsetting you and courageously ask for what you want so you can confidently co-create the relationship you desire. You'll also hear from guest experts who'll be invited to share their unique approaches to transformation. And at the end of each episode, you'll receive one tangible practice you can implement right away to transform your relationship. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Transform Your Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Manisha. Thank you so much for being here. We today are going to actually continue a conversation that we started two weeks ago on the episode entitled, The Invisible Skill That Can Transform Your Relationships or something to that effect. I went into depth around what the skill was and how it could help you. Some of the things I shared about the skill was how it could help you be less reactive and more responsive in relationships, how it could help you deepen your connection with the people you care about, and how it could help you initiate tough conversations. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper. So if you have not listened to that episode yet, I am going to suggest that you hit pause and listen to that one first. It's the one right before today's, because that episode's going to give you a little bit more of a foundation in what I'm talking about. And today we're going to just expand on why that skill is so important, not only for your day-to-day experience in relationships, but how it also helps you deal with the discomfort and do some of that personal introspection work that can be hard to do for all of us. And not because we're not interested, but because it can be really difficult to sit with ourselves and sit with our emotions and really take the time to take stock of the full range of emotions and feelings that you may be holding at any given time. And I will add a note that this can be especially difficult to do when there are also so many very challenging things going on in the world. And at times it feels like it's worse than others. So When we're in a space where we are collectively navigating something or when something in one part of the world is certainly impacting us, even if it's not affecting us directly, there's still an energy in the air. It might be impacting people we know certainly. And when we're dealing with or witnessing, even from afar, very difficult things, it can then be even extra difficult to handle everything we're watching or listening to or hearing and also deal with our own life, whatever's coming up in our day-to-day and our relationships. And it can also trigger a lot within us as well. So I just want to put that out there. I am going to share more about this, this skill, how it can help us to do some inner healing But I also really want to acknowledge that sometimes we have to do that a little bit differently, or maybe even decide that we need to compartmentalize a bit because there is just so much going on in the world. I imagine that different people have different schools of thought on this, but I think that healing in this time is so essential because I think it does help us to navigate all of the difficulties of the world better. And I think sometimes it can also make it harder because we're just navigating much more stimuli than I really believe that our human brains and our experiences were meant to do. On that note, I will dive in a little bit deeper. So if you listen to the episode from the last time, you know that the skill I'm talking about is emotional bandwidth, and that can mean and look like a lot of different things, and there's many ways to get there, thankfully. But it is one of these things that in the last episode, I really talked about how when we are playing with this or working with this or aware of this, it can we it can be really helpful for us to find practices to do to help our emotions move through our bodies, to be able to get to somewhat of a neutral feeling or emotion so that we can communicate, so that we can shift this feeling of feeling reactive to be able to respond, to be able to communicate. And I'm just going to go a little bit deeper into that because one of the things that I've noticed about this is that it can absolutely be supportive of our day-to-day experience. And when we are intentionally able to dedicate some time, this is a skill that can deeply support another layer of healing. And I'm going to take this completely out of the therapeutic or healing realm because earlier today, as I was straightening up some things in my living room, I was noticing that there are times during the week where I will do a quick cleanup or sweep the floor or just straighten things out. And that is really helpful on a day to day basis. However, If I never take the time to get into my closets or get into the pantry or get into the refrigerator to do a deep clean every so often, while that day-to-day is helpful and on the surface everything looks okay, if I were to open up my closets or go into the fridge and not having done any of that deeper work or that deeper clean, we're going to have some problems. And it's really no different in our relationships or, or for our personal selves, because we can do that daily maintenance, like I talked about for ourselves, you know, in terms of like exercise or hydration or journaling and things like that, all of which are really wonderful practices. I do them, they are incredibly supportive. And if there is something going on with us underneath the surface, if we are feeling like that discontent or something just doesn't feel right, those practices are probably not going to be enough. And when you do the things that help you sit with that discomfort of maybe even going a little bit deeper, that actually helps to expand our emotional bandwidth. And then the expansion of our bandwidth then allows us to go deeper. So they're really supportive processes. And you might wonder, like, how would this help me? Or what does this look like? And I'll share a quick example or story of a client that I worked with where she shared a situation in which she was feeling threatened and went to ask for some help. And in the situation The person that she asked for help was not particularly helpful, and she was feeling panicked and scared, and she reached out and asked for help, which is something she typically doesn't even do that much because she's quite an independent person, but in that moment, she felt like I need some support and I'm going to go ask for this help and she didn't receive it. And so that really was deeply upsetting for very, very valid reasons. And when we were able to talk about it a little bit, but really have her sit with some of the uncomfortable, upsetting, angry emotions and feelings that were coming up, what really came out of it on the other side was this recognition that yes she was upset that this person didn't respond to her in the way that she would have hoped but what was really upsetting for her and what it was like really triggering for her underneath was that she felt like she always had to do things alone and that was the thing that really wanted the attention within her. And if she had continued to focus on the external situation and maybe rectify it by talking to the person or communicating in different ways, not to say that that could not be helpful, but if her focus stayed on the surface level experience, she wouldn't have been able to get to that place within her that was really just desiring some support. And as she realized that one, she was able to comfort that part, inside of her, but two, she was also able to recognize all of the people in her life that were truly supportive and that she wasn't actually alone, even though there was a piece of her that really felt that way. And I share this because it's so often and so common that we focus on the external parts of the situation and we look at what someone did or someone said or what we did or what we said, and we don't necessarily pause to really drop into like the feelings of it. And in this particular case, as she was able to recognize that, wow, there's this part of me that feels like I kind of just have to do all these things on my own. And that's what was being triggered. Then she could do some of the healing work around that part of her that always felt like, or that didn't feel like she had the support that she needed, which when we do this type of work where we're doing some deeper healing work, we can always start to see like what the source of some of these challenges are that we're having externally in our life. And when we can get to some of those core areas or core wounds or root causes or whatever you want to call them, we can really sit with those places and give ourselves the attention that maybe we didn't receive when we were younger or that we wish we would have had. And I don't want to get super deep into this uh, right now, just because it can, there's so many layers to it, but this skill of having this emotional bandwidth and in depth to be able to sit with some of the discomfort really can help us illuminate like some of those deeper areas that are actually wanting the healing instead of kind of spinning around the outer circumstances because we can take up a lot of our bandwidth spinning around the outer circumstances and getting upset and getting angry and doing this and saying that and talking to our friends about the situation and being frustrated but when we can get still and really be with whatever the frustration is, then we can get to those parts of ourselves that want this really care that maybe we did not receive when we were younger or at a different time in our lives. And this can be incredibly helpful in relationships across the board, because when we start to understand what some of our own core issues are, core wounds are, then we'll notice when they get triggered in our relationships. So if someone says something or does something where, for example, they're not being responsive or they're not really listening to you, maybe one of the things that you really struggle with is feeling like People don't want to hear what you have to say, or you don't feel seen or heard. And then, when someone on the outside is not paying attention for whatever reason, maybe they don't have the bandwidth in that moment. It's not because they're trying to be hurtful or harmful to you. That is the the trigger that's going to come up within you, and you might react in a certain way because you're feeling not seen and not heard. And that person might have no idea that that's a thing for you, and they have just maxed out on their attention, or maybe. They're having some different issues that you're not aware of and they can't give you their attention or they simply might not have the capacity to attend to anybody in that way. And so while it's triggering for you that they are not behaving a certain way, for them, most likely, in fact, has nothing to do with you or their level of interest or not or wanting to pay attention or not. That just might be like where they are in that moment. And so when we work with this again, skill of emotional bandwidth, we can pause, become more aware of that, recognize what's coming up for us. And depending on who that person is, like whether it's your partner, you'd have one type of conversation. If it was like a colleague, you might have a certainly would have a different type of conversation. But taking the time to understand that that's what's coming up for you is what's going to allow you to then appropriately communicate to whoever it is in the appropriate way that, hey, this is what was coming up for me. This is why I reacted this way. And this would be great if you could respond in X, Y, Z way. And of course, different conversation for different types of relationships in your life, certainly. And this is where that, you know, when I talked about in the last episode, you can go from not being as reactive to being more responsive. This is where it can go even deeper because when you can then have that pause within yourself to understand what's going on and then share with that person again. In the appropriate way for the context and for the person, what is going on with you, there's really that opportunity for repair, right? So, you might have heard those terms like in relationships, like rupture and repair. There is that opportunity for repair with that person because you are then taking the time to share with them what's going on for you, what you need. They have an opportunity to respond. And that can over time really deepen a relationship and allow it to grow. It can also, unfortunately show us where maybe that is not available in that kind of relationship. And then that's a different conversation, decision you might have to make, right? If that's okay for you, if that's not okay for you. And that is, of course, a very personal choice. So again, one, when you have this ability and skill, you can really use it to Go a little bit underneath the surface, see what's really going on for you, even though maybe you are upset by some external situation, when you can pause and dive a little bit under the surface, you can get to one of those root issues. Two, it really can shift the way you respond when you're triggered over time. And lastly, the biggest impact I really see when people work to develop this emotional bandwidth is to get to, again, some of those root areas, like the root causes, as I mentioned, um, are the origins, but also then to deal with or work through something that has been especially difficult or even traumatic. And over the years, in the different practices that I've had, when I've worked with people in person doing body work and through yoga, and then online, when I've been working virtually with them, it's really been an incredible privilege to witness the range of experiences that people are willing and able to share, but also really seeing that when you give people the time and space and attention to drop into what they're feeling and what's coming up in their bodies that memories might come up or different things might come into their minds and they will finally make that connection point of this is the thing or this is the, the reason that I've been really struggling in my relationship in present time and it might Really make them aware of maybe why it's really difficult for them to be themselves or to relax in relationships or feel like they have the right to take up space or communicate their needs or feel comfortable receiving and not only being the person who gives or be able to trust somebody when maybe they're having a lot of doubts, but that person has consistently been present and shown them that they can be trusted. There's so many things that can happen in our lives that will make us show up a certain way in a current relationship. And we might not always know until we're able to sit in some of these healing spaces and do this work. And just from my experience, um, while I won't get deeply into you know, people's origin stories, I will share that some of the situations over the years have included things like being abandoned as a child and, and what kind of effect that's had on their relationships, um, abuse, witnessing violence in their households, early divorce, just a chaotic household or a loss or a death of somebody close to them. Again, there are so many reasons and each person will be impacted and affected differently in these different situations, it's really very powerful when we can develop those skills to be able to sit with some of this discomfort so that we can get to, oh my goodness, this is the reason, or this is why this is such a struggle for me. And I will also say that when I've supported these clients over the years, you know, I am not their first point of contact, you know, to work through this trauma. I don't work with clients who have acute trauma. They've often gone through some kind of therapy to work through these initial difficulties or traumatic experiences. And by the time i work with them they're really at a point where they they understand what is what their experience has been But often they're still holding the imprint or the effects of that in their bodies. And so the work we do is really helping them to release what they're continuing to hold in their bodies and also building up their resources, really building up the capacity of their nervous system to navigate how scary it can be to feel their way through these experiences. Um, and that time and that effort that they have put into building their emotional bandwidth is so much of what allows them to do this work. And because we're working using a somatic approach, they don't have to recall all of the details of these past experiences. But what the building of their bandwidth really allows them to do is to, you know, maybe if they remember or they have like a vague image or memory, what they can do is feel their way through it. So our feelings will be associated with what what has happened. And so people might feel a sense of fear in their bodies, a tightening in their stomach, a closing of their throat. And those are often things that we don't want to feel. And If something like that comes up in our day-to-day, it's very normal to want to shut that down, to want to ignore it, to like push it aside, to think, okay, it's going to go away. I just have to get through this. And what can happen when you sit with somebody who can help you and sit with you and is trained to help you sit with that discomfort, uh, the feelings of fear, sadness, grief, anger, all of those types of things, when you can feel your way through them you're really working to alchemize those feelings and sensations. They no longer have the same type of hold over you or the same type of control over you. And what I've seen over the years is that clients will experience more clarity of thought after they've processed or alchemized some of these old experiences and emotions. They can perceive things differently. They have this sense of lateness or freedom even, because they're no longer carrying something so heavy. And there's really, over time, this sense of solidity and peace within themselves, again, because that weight that they've been carrying that sometimes, or a lot of times, they don't even realize that they're carrying. They know something's wrong, but they don't know exactly what is going on or what the origin of that is. As they release that, they really feel much more grounded within themselves And while that does not negate the need for other people, it also can be an incredibly liberating feeling to be able to turn to yourself as a resource in that way. I hope that this has given you a little bit more insight into why I'm so passionate about developing this skill and certainly helping others to develop it, because I really do feel that When you can build it and use it to turn inwards and do some of this personal work, it can truly transform the quality of your relationships with others, with yourself, with the collective. As you can tell, I'm a big fan. And of course, if you are looking for personalized support to help you with this, you can always head to the show notes, check out my free resource on strengthening your energetic boundaries. There's also information on how we can work together one-to-one to help you heal from past experiences that you're aware of or even not aware of so that you are not carrying the past into your present relationships. I look forward to being with you the next time. And as usual. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, you are welcome to reach out to me. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Transform Your Relationship podcast. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find us so they can transform their relationships too. As a thank you every month, I'll pick one winner to receive a free 45 minute one-on-one somatic coaching session with me to explore and gain clarity around a relationship challenge. And if you know somebody who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach more highly sensitive women who want to experience richer, more connected relationships.